Hey, it's producer Danks again. Make sure to stop by Blues Hog on Thursday night at Spot 520. It's going to be a wild time with a big surprise. Tim, Brother D, and the whole gang will be there. This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas City Barbecue Store, the official provider of barbecue supplies to listeners of Pitmaster. The dog days of summer are here, which means it's prime barbecue season. The grills are kicking, and as we get in those last days of summer, you really got to make sure you have what you need. But it also means that the American Royal is right around the corner. From smokers and fuel to rubs and sauces, the Kansas City Barbecue Store has everything and anything you could want. Make the Kansas City Barbecue Store your one-stop shop for everything that you need for the American Royal. I know that I will. This year at the American Royal, we'll be doing our first live Pitmaster podcast broadcast from Kansas Speedway with the great folks at the Kansas City Barbecue Store. We hope to have a lot of teams come by and say hi, and we think it's going to be a lot of fun. So as a listener of the Old Virginia Smoke Pitmaster podcast, you can get 10% off of your order this American Royal season by using the code PITPOD, P-I-T-P-O-D, and for online orders at www.thekansascitybarbecuestore.com. <laughs> well, we're here with the big ginger, Travis Clark, Clark Crew Barbecue. How are you, my friend? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm great, buddy. I'm great. It's uh, it's about that time, ain't it? Oh, yeah. man. My favorite week of the year, man. It's coming it's up. It's unbelievable, and I know how important this contest is to you and just from our past conversations and how like i know that winning the invitational was like a really big deal to you when you started barbecue that was my dream that when i got into barbecue yeah and you realized it and that's amazing and uh i know you know rod gray rod gray is the one that told me when i got in this he said the american royal invitational is the only competition that's all the champions of champions and I was like, I'm going to win that thing. <laughs> that was always my dream. Yep. And you've been, you got back on the bike this year. It's been good yeah, to a see bit. you a little bit it back on the weird. bike. You know, we, we've done 14, I think. You know, it's crazy how barbecue's changed. I mean, it used to be if you cook 14 contests, you wouldn't in it nothing. I can't believe nobody's passed us in brisket yet. Every week I keep thinking they're good. And we're still the number one in team of the year in brisket. We've cooked 14 contests and I missed turn-ins in one of them. I thought, you people suck. I mean, back in the day, you had to have you had to have ten wins in a category. Yeah, it's, it's changed so much. It has, it has, and you know, for better or for worse, you know, I enjoy cooking fourteen, fifteen a year now. Like, yeah, you know, thirty five. You know, if a guy would cook these these guys that cook thirty now, I'm thinking, how do you not be first in every category? That's crazy to me. It's so easy now. They have no idea what it was like, you know, five years ago. Rolling, rolling 40. Yeah. Yeah. And when having to win 14 or 15 GCs to do it, shit, now you can win it on five or six. You know, it's crazy. Well, we're getting ready for our favorite week of the year. Oh, how, yeah. do you, how do you get your mind right for this? How do you, what, what's I, your I process? Do, I do nothing different uh, than I normally do. 
except I'll probably check turn-in times just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, you know, it, I, I don't really look at the role any different. I, I take it just as serious as I do any other comp. I, you know, we, we allow a little extra time getting there. I try to get that socializing time in before the contest. When I start cooking and prepping, I do nothing different. I, I make sure I stay the same. I make sure my week this week, you know, or well, going into next week, I'm prepared this week, you know, doing things like getting my knives sharpened, things that I don't do contest week normally. Yeah. Going ahead and getting the knives sharpened this week. Went ahead and double check, make sure I have everything ready to go, you know, cutting boards, just all the other little things like that. Anything that could go on the trailer, you make sure that stuff's done, you know, because it's like trimming for a double, you know, so. So, you know, Monday is kind of my sauce day. You know, I'll yep. sit there on Monday, get my sauces. You know how I do it. I'll get my sauces and rubs all topped off on Monday. You know, Tuesday, I'll trim brisket. And and since I have to leave on Wednesday this year, I'm probably going to work on trimming trimming chicken and, and ribs and pork a little early. I'll probably work on those on Tuesday and finish up on Wednesday. I have to be there early. Normally, I don't get to the Royal till Thursday. Yeah. But uh, with this new trailer so much bigger. I need to get there before Donnie Teal does so I can get parked. So <laughs> Donnie's that guy that gets there early. So I, you know, he's uh-huh. there on a Wednesday, Wednesday evening early. So I gotta, I gotta leave to try to get him there. Cause I don't want Donnie to have to move, you know, when I get there. So. Right. Yeah. I think you should make Donnie move cause he's a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky, man. I got him and Sterling as, as, as neighbors and I always had my buddy Wade and he moved this year. So that sucks. Oh uh, yeah, I know we, you know, and I kind of wanted to get his old spot. It'd be easier to pull that big trailer in, but they split it up and made two small spots with it. So it's not going to be the same. Yeah. But you're in a good neighborhood there. You got good, good people. Oh, around yeah. you. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You know, when turn-ins were in the building right there, it was great. They said they're going to put them back to that. I think next year. That would be amazing. Oh God. Yeah. Like <laughs> everybody happy. <laughs> yeah, especially my spot being the f- point furthest from turn-ins is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, I guess. Yeah, but I don't. I wouldn't change that spot for the world. I got nobody behind me. No one comes down there. Kind of yeah. on my own little you, island. You focus better. You know, I I, I like where I'm at because I mean it's not I'm not over in the party central over there. You know, you can, it, it's not hard to focus there. I don't I don't struggle to focus at the role. I think I always. Man, I very I think I've had one day I wasn't happy with my food ever. I've always thought I cooked good. Well, you know, you just seems like somehow you find a way to step your game up and just do well and you know, it's just well, know, it's contest, But man. you're also a big gamer. You're you're a big time you know, when the majors come around, that's when Yeah. Got, you know, you, you really like to turn it on and that's I think something that a lot of people aspire to because you know, I've been trying to coach a lot of these teams that are going in this year. It's their first year going and trying to get them like, listen, <laughs> don't undo stress yourself. It's a normal cook. Just Oh, yeah. You know, I've, I've had so many messages the last week from people and anything from like, can you have a fire pit out there? You know, can you do this? Fill <laughs> your chairs. I'm like, you are focusing on the wrong shit already, you know? Right. You're going to socialize, have at it. You know, I'm going to cook. I want, I want to make sure my chicken's right. You know, do I got good enough chicken? Do I got good enough ribs? I'm, that's all I'm focused on. You know, I want I want to make sure I got everything we need, you know. Right, but you you also know that it's a balancing act between, yeah. you know, there's social stuff you got to do and there's. I, yeah, I turned I turn down a news thing 
today because they wanted to do it, uh, you know, Friday evening down there going into it. I said, yeah, I said, I can do something in the morning. I can't do evening. Yeah. You know, they were like, well, it won't take long. I'm like, I am not doing anything different than I normally do. I don't care who it's for. <laughs> I, do it. I mean, that's it's too right. important. You know? I mean, you're, you, you know, you ain't got good chances to win that thing. You can have a greatest cook in your life. I, I, I remember, I think it was 2016 was one of the, you know, a year there. I think it was 2016, man. I had an amazing cook. We ended up winning ribs. But I truly thought I turned in four meats. I was like, I can win any of these. And when they called us for first place ribs, I stood up before that and told Wade, I said, do I look like a dick if I start walking down there now? <laughs> and then they <laughs> called me first place ribs. I was like, oh, told you. I mean, it was it was one of those ones that, I mean, it was probably one of the best cooks I ever had in my life. And overall, you don't finish great. You know, I mean, you finish, you know, whatever the hell it was. I don't even know. But you didn't win, so it didn't really matter. Right. But, you know, that's just how it is. But I, I don't think bad food will ever win the role. You know, I, I think got to have good food. You know, you have to have good food. And then the card's got to fall how it is. You got to hit the right tables at the right time. I don't think it's a flavor profile. I don't think it's any of that because it's just too many random judges in there. You got to hit the right tables at the right time. But I truly believe bad food will never win the role. I agree with you. I And I've told people that I'm like, go there, cook your stuff. Yeah. You know. That's all you can do, and don't don't get starstruck. Don't sideline watch. Just go cook your food. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, and you know, a bad food will win a lot of contests. You know, you see people that just hit the right couple tables. They hit the angel tables, and that and bad food can win. The royal, there's too many and too many diluted. You got to. I think you have to have good food, and I, and I think you just got to cross your fingers. You know, and just didn't hope it works. It's just a random deal. You know, that's. Especially the open, so many teams, you know, so many so teams. Many. You know, and, and I don't think I've ever cooked there a year that they haven't been walking by the spots going, we need judges. Can anybody here judge? And it's like, oh, <laughs> here we go. You know, I mean, one year my aunt and them are like, yeah, we can. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, this. here we go. Anybody have any casing masterpiece? Anybody at all? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I guess I better take this rib to two fourteen. Yeah, I need to. This is gonna need to hit two fifteen, and I need some sweet baby rays. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by BarbecueData.com. BarbecueData.com is your one-stop shop for all of your barbecue competition data, historical data, calls, wins, placements, everything under one roof. It's a great way not only to track yourself in the standings, but also to track how you improve your scores from year to year. Listeners of this podcast can receive 20% off of a new subscription to barbecuedata.com with the code PITPOD. That's one word, all capital letters, P-I-T-P-O-D, PITPOD. So check your team scores, check on others, and do it all on barbecuedata.com. So you don't do anything different. You don't have like a couple racks of ribs that you've hung back. You know, and... I, I don't. I don't. Here's my thing: is if uh, if I find good ribs, I always, I always cook them. You know, I always do them. You know, I, I have, I've got ten racks of ribs set back that I sorted two weeks ago because when our ribs came in, you know, I just picked my ribs out of the restaurant. They were really good. Cases were really heavy. You know, all the cases are weighing forty four and forty five pounds, which is three or four pounds bigger over divided out over twelve racks. Ribs yeah. were ribs were big, you know. So I, I pulled them out of there. They're froze, you know. I pulled them out of there and just kept them in the freezer there. So I've I've got some bigger ribs sorted. But I I looked today. I I didn't see anything. I just loved. I'll look again tomorrow, you know. I I but I don't just rat whole stuff back and do for me. You know, leading up to it, I do. 
I really try to treat it like a normal contest. You know, because yeah. what people don't understand, if you if you're setting that two and a half inch thick brisket back that you know you have for that thing, have you ever cooked one before? Right. I would rather cook an inch and a half one or an inch one that I cook every single week than cook a two and a half inch one and, and make sure I can get it done. I don't want to do anything different. I know what I'm cooking if I cook my normal food. I would yeah. rather try to cook my normal food perfect than gamble on something I'm not used to cooking. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you paid attention to the last 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's damn true. You know, let, let me tell you how that, how that played for me my first time. Very first American roll I ever went to, 2013. Wade Reader brought me Snake River Farm brisket. You know, I'd never cooked one, you know, and we got down to, you know, cooking the open heat, you know, and I'm like, well, that's the big one. I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to save that Snake River and cook it that day. It'd been aged a long time. We opened that thing in the trailer and it smelled, I mean, bad. I'm <laughs> like, uh oh, you know, only meat we had, you know, that back then we didn't know we trimmed meat at the contest, right. you know, so sent my ex-wife, Kimberly, sent her off to go hit some stores and try to find it. She's in a Walmart up there that had prime briskets, had three of them. I was like, I was like, can you see the marbling? She's like, oh, they all look about the same. I was like, buy the biggest one. She buys a 17 pound prime brisket from Walmart, brings it back. We 180 brisket that next day. <laughs> but I'd cooked the primes. That's all I'd ever cooked. I'd never cooked a Wagyu. Probably a damn good thing. I probably wouldn't have got the Wagyu right. You know, right. so I mean, we won the damn 180 brisket at the Royal. That's the first year we ever cooked it. And we reserved this 10th contest of my life, you know, but I was <laughs> used to cook primes. So it's probably a damn good thing it happened. Probably, yeah. I've been cooking A9s, you know, pretty much all year. That and a prime. I cook one A9 and a prime. I grab a prime out of the restaurant. And I've turned in the prime a couple of times, mainly because it's a bigger, thicker, better brisket. But, I mean, the A9s all year have killed. If I wish I'd have been cooking them things the last few years, that's like a brisket on training wheels. There's so much more marbling in them. They're, they're killer, you know. And, I mean, I, I'm not going to change and cook anything else. I had a buddy of mine send me a deal and say, hey, I got a lead on these briskets. They're supposed to be badass. I am not going to a world championship cooking something I've never cooked before. No. Yeah, it's no, a ter- terrible idea. You know, and he sent me pictures of them. I'm like, dude, that's got some serious marble. You have to send me one one sometime. But there's no way. I wouldn't cook that thing if you paid me to cook it at the Royal. There's no way. You know, I, I want to win that damn thing just as bad as anybody else. And I want to cook the same stuff I've been cooking all year. You know, I cook prairie fresh pork butts, prairie fresh ribs. I'm cooking an A9 brisket and a prime up there. I'll do one of each each day and, and cooking smart chicken. You know, I don't I don't change anything. There you go. Cook it every time, man. It's <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I, listen, man. I think the biggest thing I see people do is go to the Royal just thinking, man, you know, I'm going to spend the money this week and I'm going to buy buy this brisket, you know. And I know anybody that's going to tell you, don't cook it if you haven't done it before. Right. You know, you know, any Kevin they'll all tell you that. Any good cook's gonna say, Don't go drop four hundred dollars on a damn brisket or three hundred dollars on a brisket and go, I'm gonna save that for the royal. You know, <laughs> if you haven't cooked it and you ain't good at it, it's different, man. Texture texture and tenderness is everything. It's not the flavor. Right. You know, it's gotta it's gotta be cooked right. And the one thing I'll tell you at the royal, it better be cooked more than it is in most places. You better go a little more than tender. It's gonna set a whole lot longer. And you got a hell of a lot of judges off the street that I'm going to tell you right now, just like my aunt and them that came in there and did that. If that rib ain't falling off the bone, she's going, it ain't done. I don't <laughs> cook mine to fall off the bone, but I promise you I cook them more tender than I do anywhere else. Yep. You know, and we've won 80 ribs there doing that. That's, I think it's, I think you got to have more tender food. 
I agree. I agree. Well, listen, man, I want to thank you for taking the time. I think there's some great advice there. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't can't wait to see you, man. Can't wait to see Jamie. I know. Hell, has it been a year? Has it been a year since I saw you there last? Yeah, probably. Yeah? I think so. I'm getting ready to come out there to Maryland again soon, so. Oh, we got to get together. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably next month. All right, cool. Let me know. All right. All right, bud. We'll see you next week. Travis Clark, everybody. This is all you got? What's that? There's no rapid fire questions. You got nothing this time. You're just winging it. No, this is one of the quick hitters, man. One of the 15 minute jobs. You're killing me here. You're you're slipping. You're slipping. (laughs) I'll see you next week, man. All right, bud. Thanks a lot. See you, dude. Bye. Thank you for listening to Pitmaster, an old Virginia smoke podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like the podcast, rate the podcast, and to share it out with all your friends. Also, be sure to check out the Old Virginia Smoke YouTube channel as well. Tune in next week for another great episode of Pitmaster. For companies interested in advertising, please contact Old Virginia Smoke directly via www.oldvirginiasmoke.com. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is edited by Chris Sedanka. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is a property of Old Virginia Smoke LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright 2022. Old Virginia, Old Virginia Smoke.